Today is Monday, November 26, 2007, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, and thank you for joining us on Radio Wave. The host of our program is a friend of Medjugorje. Tonight he will be discussing with us the November 25th message given yesterday from Our Lady through Maria, and our hope during this short hour is that we will receive enough from Our Lady this evening to begin to listen to and to live this message. And so now we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. We'd like to welcome everybody, of course, again tonight, and it's always a joy for us to come and come right into your homes, and then afterwards even being able to download this and stream it uh, for many people that can't make it at this hour. But we'd like to go ahead and begin with prayer. And Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Mary, we know that you come to us to give us words to transform us, that you're giving us every means necessary that we see the shape the world's in. It needs to be reshaped, reversed. We ask only that we have the proper disposition of heart through prayer, in our heart through prayer, that you might be able to do this, that we might surrender ourselves to you completely, that this may take place. So we ask tonight that you guide us, guide our hearts, open our hearts to what it is that you wish to tell us. Amen. Well, again, we have a, 25th message comes up that Our Lady's given, of course, yesterday, and we didn't broadcast yesterday because it was Sunday. <clears throat> That's a day of rest and uh, being with family, so we decided we'd air it tonight. We have um, always an exciting moment when we get a message from Our Lady because it's really history being made for eternity. You say, how can history be made in eternity? Well, these messages will be something that will be uh, like badges of honor or, or war stories when you get to heaven, as Father Michael Scanlon said at Franciscan University, that uh, when we get to heaven, we'll be talking about all the battles we, we fought. And certainly the the messages that Our Lady gives us is for battle. Uh, she repeatedly has talked about kingdom, conquer, uh, weapons, all these things that we're in a great struggle She's told us that we're in a great struggle between basically heaven and earth. We're caught in the middle as human beings, and we we must uh, be rallied by her to, to walk into the light to fight this. And so these will be remembered in eternity. If that's the case, then how much importance should we place on when they're given now in the present? 
Well, none of us understand to the full degree of what we'll understand in the future. And what we understand about the message tonight will be far greater a year from now and 10 years from a year from now uh, because of just the history maturing. The messages have life. They speak to us continually. But even within a day or so, these messages have something profound. So they shouldn't be just given lightly and and into our reading in our heart and then passed off. They should be prayerfully studied. Not really with curiosity, but something that really penetrates that and and um, allows us to see what is L.A. is trying to convey. So we'll read the message now, Joan. And um, I know many of you read it on the site, but for the sake of our program, let's start with the message. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's November 25th, 2007 message for the world. Dear children, today when you celebrate Christ, the King of all that is created, I desire for Him to be the King of your lives. Only through giving, little children, can you comprehend the gift of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for each of you. Little children, Give time to God that he may transform you and fill you with his grace so that you may be a grace for others. For you, little children, I am a gift of grace and love which comes from God for this peaceless world. Thank you for having responded to my call. And to me, this is an exciting message because the way our lady says it, but they all have their own personality in them. Of course, it's always Ali's personality, but they each have a character about them that you can see some things Ali is saying. She and she matches up with what we're doing in our life. They speak to the whole world, but yet they speak to us personally. Yesterday, we started our nine-day novena, our sixth novena. We have one more after this for December eighth to the twelfth, for the reconciling ourselves, our families, and our nation back to God. This nine-day novena of November twenty-fifth through December third is a novena for love. So starting in June, we did the first novena, and it goes for nine days on the 25th each month, July, August, all the way up to now, which this is our November 25th novena. And we've been doing this, I think this is our 15th year of, of doing these novenas for the reconciling of ourselves and our families and our nation back to God. We've had already this year, we've had to reprint uh we're in our third printing of the Novena booklets, and it seems like every year it gets more and more people. And we've known there's been tens and tens of millions of prayers and Novenas said through this for our nation, as well as for ourselves. So there's a cause and effect. You pray, and you um, have as a result of that, uh, something comes from that much prayer. So with 107 Novenas over the last 15 years, uh, that can't happen without some kind of cause and effect. But yesterday's novena starts off with the words um, for the novena of love. Our lady, desires, our lady's desire is to conquer the world. She has plainly stated that she wishes to bring about a kingdom. Hearing these words kingdom and conquer brings to mind warfare. It is exactly that, except our lady's in. Our Lady intends the means of fighting and conquering is love. Love is to be our only instrument. The battle is over the conversion of ourselves, 
our nation, and the world. We are to break away from everything which does not elevate God and hinders a living of holy life. Once we begin this path, we will easily see that the struggles are within ourselves and around us are no less than a real battle toward goods. The only path to true victory is learning to love because only love is capable of dealing with the society that's gone so far astray. This message, of course, certainly talks about king. A king is over a kingdom. And it's remarkable um, that Our Lady has told us that her coming, of course, is a gift. But at the same time, this talks about transformation. The messages are to transform the whole world. What does the world exist of today? She says in this message, peacelessness. God for this peaceless world. The thing that I find striking in this message is something that Our Lady comes in and what we just did the five-part series on uh, a couple of weeks ago with Look What Happened While You're Sleeping. She comes up and just completely in confrontation of this, of, of uh, all that we talked about. And it's the atheistic teachings that's prevailing in society, the schools, the private, the public system, over and over and over about uh, humanism, completely secular humanism of what's taken over. We, we see Our Lady say that He is King, rather Christ, the King of all that is created. And I found that really interesting. She's celebrating Christ the King, but she addresses King over all that is created. Why is that important? Because the, the frontal assault today is on man and what he's created, not what God's created. The fact that creation uh, is, is really not taught in schools anymore, and, and even in some of your Christian schools, very little, that there's so much touch with Darwinism, it's touched with evolution, which easily is dis disputed. I know uh, if you just do some research on your own, you'll see that the sun is aging. The sun, if, if the world was 5 billion years old, it, the, according to how the sun is, is consuming itself, which is like five feet per hour, science today is, that, was, that comes back from last century, science today says it's about two feet per hour. So you can imagine that the sun, at consuming its gases burning, is just like if you use uh, propane or you use some fuel or Coleman lanterns, you know, you've got a limited amount in there. It consumes itself. The sun's no different. It's burning something. It's not just magic. So the gases that it's burning is decreasing the size of the sun two feet per hour. That's a lot. So if you just back that up and start adding two feet for the last 100,000 years, the sun would be so big that nothing could exist on the earth. It's easily proven that the earth is not four billion years old, not even a million years old. And so our ladies come and wanting us to check check into this to do research you know king of all that is created we have a creator this creator on the first day created light on the second day he created water and the sky the third day land and vegetation the fourth sun and moon and stars the fifth day the fish and the birds the sixth day the beast and man and on the seventh day, he rested. Why did he rest? Because that's the order of things, and that's what we've disrupted in our life today. 
And of course, look what happened when he's sleeping and speaks strongly and starts off about the Sabbath. We're in disorder. Because we're in disorder, other things can take over in our belief systems and in our school systems. And that's where you out there and all of us here at Caritas must read and do research. We must study while we are on what the philosophies of the day are telling us. Evolution is, is easily shot down. So many things show that this is so false. And more and more now, science is starting to prove that there was a great flood. And the earth is, is be difficult to be even over 20,000 years of age. Uh, we hope to have maybe guests later about this to go into it more and more, but they they uh, they found tropical trees growing on the North Pole. Some of this is still rooted in the soil underneath. These things can be found in the amount of ice that's in this or in the Arctic is so deep that nothing could cause that much ice to be there except some massive, massive rain 40 days and 40 nights there's so much research showing as we're discovering more and more that that noah is a real event not localized like what we're taught in catholic school we were taught that but this was really a global event and it's too deep to go into we won't tonight but the point i want to make with this is that the king that the king of all that is created this is a most incredible part of this message that why is our lady bring this up except she wants to go in direct confrontation of what the powers that be are teaching us. They want us to, to believe in it. They have to believe in an atheistic um, evolution. They have to believe that because that denies the creator. There was a, a young man named Augustus or Auguste Comte that in the 1800s, or rather 1820, uh, he was, very, he was a very patient master planner, and his whole plan was to free people uh, from basically religion, the yoke of it. And his plan was to bring them under control and train them to be willing to comply. And that was going to happen through the school system. And we, we see this. Now, we have people saying, uh, more and more, get the kids out of school. Get your kids even out of Christian schools. Teach them yourself. It's not the nice teacher. It's the curriculum. And the more you research, the more you become alarmed about these things. But his theory was that there would be a... Uh, he would create the science of sociology. And through creating this science, he would be able to wed himself and, and masterfully blend himself with the church, namely the Catholic Church. And Comte's ideology was was more to divide people in two basic groups. Those who believed in God and those who did not. And those who believed in God, he decided would become immediate followers of what he termed religion of humanity. Those who did believe in God would be subjected to a long period of training and change. And as generations passed, both Christian and non-Christian religions could be brought closer and closer together. Eventually, all the believers in God would be willing to become Catholics in a Catholic church, which was taken by, by his time, his ideology, could be made into one. And there'd be only one Catholic and humanitarian. And he, and he would profess that these two major religions would be almost alike 
and even merged into one great worldwide sociological control. Now, he states in his writings, he says, when the religion of science is inaugurated, man will confide in the sociologians, just like theologians, just as during the palmist days of the Catholic Church confided in theologians, with this great difference that the disciples of the religion of science will be their own judges with respect to results, results which are produced in the matter-of-fact world. Now, this might be heavy for a lot of people, but we need to realize that the sociology has really prevailed in our universities and prevailed out through our whole system. Uh, we're into like our sixth generation of this. The sixth generation doesn't think like the fifth, and the fifth doesn't like the fourth. Sometimes the things we're seeing with youth don't even make sense. And look what happened while we were sleeping. We talked about the youth, uh, for the first time we're seeing have a cut-and-paste uh, ideology. In other words, we're, we're older people now don't want to have an ideology that contradicts each other. They have no problem with that. In other words, they believe this, and they cut and paste it on the same page, and they got something totally contradicts that and cuts that out and puts it on the same page. And, and when they're confronted with these things contradict each other, in studies, most of them just giggle. Yeah, so what? They have no problem with this. For a logical person, this is difficult to understand how kids and youth could be thinking this way. But there's total acceptance because they can be, they've been conditioned to believe this way. And all this is rooted back to atheism and how it's not necessarily when you say atheism, you think, no, God, there is, there is a God. And, and, and their God is humanism. The Barner studies we talked about, and look what happened when I sleep in series, talks about the, doing research on 20,000 youth over a 15-year period. And by 2014, they calculate that we'll be graduating from the public school system, total secular humanist. They think radically different than what you and I would think. By 2018, in Christian schools, the same thing. Total secular humanist. And again, we don't have enough time to go into that. Maybe we will on future guests in the future, uh, a guest in the future about that. But these things are, are studies that can't be denied. It's not Gallup polls, how people think. It's really showing biblically how they answer without being alluding that they're looking for a biblical answer, just to see if it's a secular worldview, humanist view, or a Christian worldview. And so there's a lot said when our lady, it's a confrontation. Dear children, today when you celebrate Christ, the king of all that is created, you have a creator. And because you have a creator, then you're not the masters over thought and philosophy. Everything has to be rooted back to the inerrant word of God. So this message, to me, one of the keystone parts of this message is this is created. Why would I like to interject that, except so much assault is, is about this taking place right now. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that, and, and hopefully this will spur you to start looking at these things. We invite you to an experience of a lifetime. Come to the five-day 
annual retreat, December 8th through 12th, of reconciling ourselves, our families, and our nation back to God. It will not only recharge you, but change your life. America was given a beautiful gift on Thanksgiving Day, November 24th, 1988. The Virgin Mary appeared in an open field, consecrating the spot by her heavenly visitation. Today, Our Lady appeared and she was very happy when she came. She announced through the Medjugorje visionary, Maria Linetti, she was here to help us and she would intercede for you to God with all your intentions. Experience Our Lady. Experience Retreat. Experience Christmas. Experience a place fragranced with the Queen of the Angels herself and leave moved deep within your heart. With Our Lady appearing 26 years in Medjugorje, come to a special place she's visited and designated and allow Our Lady to enlighten you in regard to God's plans to renew the face of the earth, nay, even all of creation. For more information, call Caritas of Birmingham at 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Dear Caritas, My wife and I loved the series on Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping, and we had not read the book. We have a three-year-old, and we already had our mind not to put him in any public schools. This series definitely affirmed my suspicions about things going on in society. We will do research and try like crazy to get the word out. Thank you all at Caritas for your hard work. We pray for you and will try to afford to help in this effort. This is from Mark and Delilah from Middletown, Connecticut. Well, I think this is sentiments of people that would uh, just start to be thoughtful about what's taking place. You, you have a, a generation of people that's, that if you just talk to them the way they think, um, you, you can't agree with them. And these philosophies are coming from somewhere. Uh, I was told of a story today of a, in, in a, the late 80s of a, of a lady who drove a school bus. And one of the kids got up on the school bus and spit right in her face. And said, we're taking this country, uh, we'll take it one by one. You know, and her, her whole point was, well, where did they get this philosophy? Where did they learn these things from? And we got to realize that, you know, our nice little brick building school and, you know, they, they really become cattle handling facilities. They're too big. This is not how God intended us to be educating our kids. And so we often referred to Medjugorje in the beginning of the days as a school of Mary. Well, why? Because God sent her because we need to be reschooled. We've been, we've been conditioned by philosophies that are so contrary to God that, you know, we don't look at him as a creator. Our Lady has, has mentioned repeatedly, Creator, February 25th, 1997. Dear children, today I invite you in a special way to open yourselves to God the Creator. October 25th, 1996. 
Today, I invite you to open yourselves to God the Creator. October 25th, 1995. Dear children, today I invite you to go into nature because there you will meet God the Creator. And you go on and on and on. This is probably 25, 15, 25 times already he says this. Now, why is she saying to go into to nature? Because we we are are not burdened by the laws of man or his philosophies. God can speak to us through nature this way. And and again, when you walk through nature, you're only confined by the laws of nature. You know, you you can't you don't have all the, the disruptions. You don't have the philosophies. You don't have the people telling you. You don't have the music. You don't have the billboards. You you're there only with the limitations of what. Oh, if you cut off a tree, you can't walk through a tree. You know, just the physical limitations. And in that, you're free to contemplate God. And atheism goes away. And that's why you have very few people. I know I was giving talks all across France when I went to the region of, um, I think it's Domini, maybe. That's the region. They all make fun of the people there as country people. But the highest belief in France of God is, is that region because they're workers of the soil which means they're out in creation more, which they're in contact with God, and they depend on God for the rain and for fruitful, fruitful crops. So our ladies, our ladies' guidance to this, go back to the earth, go, go closer to the soil, go out into the nature. And at the same time, we see the whole sustainable development is about protecting nature. But it's like what Conte said in his writings here, is that they want to... They come in union with the universal church, the Catholic church, with their philosophy. Except, and they're going to merge this humanitarianism with the Catholic church because they think they can surrogate off of it and, and take it over. Of course, we know they'll never take it over because the gates of hell will never prevail against the church. But there can be some great strides in that taking place and great injuries. And we see this in elements of the church. We see a constant teaching of social justice when the teaching is uh, equal justice. We don't have to worry about social justice if there's equal justice. Everybody should be treated in justice equally. Social justice is a philosophy that's way off, off base. You know, that may alarm a lot of people that I might be saying that. But it, it's socialism. A lot of it's just pure socialist. It's put forth by philosophies that are contrary, that run contrary biblically, contrary to freedom, Contrary, contrary to, to inalienable rights, private property, and on and on. And so here we have Our Lady coming in her school, the school of Medjugorje, to teach us. And your kids are in danger in school. If you begin to check that out, you'll realize how much danger they're in. You cannot control what they believe or guide them in what they believe. Uh, and most people think, well, you know, I can send them to a good school, pay good money, do this or do that, and entrust their education to them. They, they were entrusted to you. And as Art Robertson, the scientist we interviewed, he says, nobody should be allowing somebody else to, to teach their kids, even in Christian schools. He said, raise and, and teach your own, your own children. And uh, I think it was, Joan, you were telling me a story about him. Uh, maybe that'd be a good story to tell about Art. Or maybe it was you, yes, about the, his, uh, his wife died. 
Yes, what had what had happened was uh, Art uh, Robinson, which was the scientist that we had that we were interviewing about global warming during the five part series on "Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping." He his uh, his wife. They had six children. Uh, one of them was sixteen months old. Uh, they were taught at home, and his wife had filing cabinets full of curriculum that she was using. He said it was filing cabinets after filing cabinets, and she was basically spending a full-time job. She also was a scientist, but she was teaching the five of their kids that were uh, of that age, and she caught an illness, and within 24 hours, she was dead. And so he was stuck with his kids that uh, he was not going to send to any other school and realized that it was going to take uh, a full-time uh, teacher to teach his children, uh, had actually developed a curriculum uh, that was based off of um, the ability of giving the children freedom, give them the best books in the English language was what his terminology was. and uh, But his disclaimer was not to use this method unless you wanted your children to be more learned than you, than yourself. So in his, and actually, some of his children have actually grown up to be scientists, and I think some of them even work with him. Well, it's a, uh, the point I wanted to bring that up for is because it's, it's, it was his point. Uh, in fact, I was very surprised at his statements, how strong it was about, you know, you raise your own kids. But it's not, it's not, a, it's not a godly principle thing the way the schools are today. With the huge numbers of students there, the, the things of the kids that might bring in bad ways or, or thoughts or habits and how that transfuses just like a virus to all the kids. And even the best kids that may not make and resist that are affected by it. And, you know, it may sound like I'm on a soapbox about schools, uh, but we're very negative toward them. They, they, uh, it's not, it it's really falls in the category of the message where a lady says, you built a whole new world without God and therefore you're without peace. And Our Lady sits there and says today or yesterday, for you little children, I am the gift of grace and love which comes from God for this peaceless world. There needs to be a total revamp, uh, reevaluation of the way we educate our children. And, and Our Lady's coming for that because youth are always moving into a position of adulthood. In other words, you always have youth coming from youth to adults. And so they, in turn, will be God in the future. And this is what Comte knew. Uh, in fact, the title of the book I was reading his quotes from says, Give Us the Young. Uh, if you start doing research on, on these things, you'd be shocked at what you're going to read, what happened in, tw- in, in 1920, 1820, that whole period of time where these philosophies of godlessness, how they knew the only way to take over would be through the youth. And this, this philosophy that uh, Conte is talking about is in the sixth generation. And he says yeah, they can be patient, they got plenty of time, and they want to bring them under control. Just a comment about um, Art Robinson and his, his children. But it uh, struck me that the power of a family who are teaching their own kids in their own homeschooling environment the impact that this one family has had, and that is that through this whole um, uh, teaching about what's going on with global warming, he was one man, one organization that took it upon himself to begin getting signatures of scientists from all over the whole country, has compiled 22,000 names, scientists, throughout just our own nation, 
This happened just through one family, one group of children that were homeschooled. And it struck me very strongly when we heard this story how powerful homeschooling families are in Our Lady's plan. They truly made an impact in this whole uh, bringing about an understanding of the falsehood of the global warmists and their agenda. And I, uh, for me, I know just in our own community uh, here how much that impact can be in reaching out to people on our mailing list of what happens in our own school. But I uh, began to see just through this other example really what kind of power is in one family in, in one group of children in that family that's being raised in the way of Our Lady. Well, we have, with that in mind, of course, we plan to talk about homeschooling tonight, but this, it's evolved to that because so much of what needs to be done is with the youth. And we need to take back control of the situation. You've got right now going on with the the <clears throat> some of the stores today for Christmas. I know... Uh, Lowe's had decided that they were going to not call Christmas trees Christmas trees, but holiday trees. And uh, there was an uproar about it three three or four weeks ago when they put it out. And they apologized, said it was an oversight, but that's what they always do. Target did that last year. They uh, they did the exact same thing. And then Christians came up and started raising uh, their voices against this and really objecting and calling by the hundreds of thousands. And they said, oh, well, it was just an oversight. And uh, so this this evilness to take Christ from Christmas, this evilness to take Christ out of our schools, the philo- the biblical principles, uh, the ways of right, the morality, all this is part of a system that is not just on its own without some uh, structure. It's there. It exists. It's not any big conspiracy. And, of course, the motivating factor of look what happened while he's sleeping was to get people to start looking and researching and call to question this. Right now, you've got um, um, Walmart being attacked by, by vulnerable lifestyle people. They want to um, uh, do a boycott. And there's a big movement right now in just the last few days to, to do a boycott. In other words, go buy from Walmart. Because they want to show the power they have to bring their profits down. And, and it's, it's setting up for us. Do we uh, go from, you know, we're, fight, we're fighting this, this, this group of people. You know, are Christians going to, you know, it's really through the surrogate of the store. But you see the, the, the forces of evil. Who's going to win out? You know, and the numbers don't even come close to what Christians are. So we've got to realize, we've got to wake up, that we are under attack, and we are engaged in war. The more you start looking at it, the more you'll be shocked at how much war, the war is there. So, um, you know, why did Our Lady say this about creation? It goes in all these, these factors. All this has some kind of play about it. There was a, a question that someone had, had posed, and... And and actually, I had a sim- something very similar happen to me um, early, uh, several months ago. I was speaking with a lady who, just in our conversation that we just had about homeschooling, she actually was homeschooling her children, and she put them into public school. And a teacher friend of hers had convinced her that it was a good idea. And 
and I had asked her uh, in in the process of of uh, speaking with her why why would you do something like that you from what you believed before why would you put your kids into a public school and she said well I couldn't give them what they needed uh, academically uh, I couldn't give them um, the the curriculum that they needed and I didn't necessarily have the, the time to devote to them that they needed and that was her excuse for putting your kids back into public school and and just by what you just said earlier today I, or in the show I would think just judging by what you say, that that's the complete opposite is true, that you're, what you want to give them is not what they would receive in, in a public school. Exactly. You, you, don't want your, you know, it's not about education. You should want your kids to be educated. What's, what's important is what they're being educated to, you know, how, they, how they're learning to think. You know, this stuff is so clever, the way it's worded, the way they put it out, that kids can't protect themselves from it. What do you do when you're in a classroom environment? You've got to open your mind up to what the teacher's saying, and you've got to um, to to learn. You've got to open yourself, and expose yourself to receive that which is being taught to you. And um, I was with ADF was uh, in Washington a few weeks ago. They said that ninety percent of the professors in the universities, ninety percent, are left wing socialists, and the kids are really being assaulted. And I've written it before. I had this one lady said that she, her daughter went to school, university. The first year she defended her faith. The second year she became silent. The third year she lost it. And so uh, it's difficult for a youth to stand up. This is difficult for an adult if they're assaulted this way. But what, what we've been taught and what we're taught as society kids need to learn is not what they need to learn. You know, the first thing is we are in a test. We are to be educated. And what is the first basic thing that we need to learn? Our lady is saying to recognize the king of all that is created. Why is that important? It's important because we need to realize that we need to transform ourselves and we need to see what we're here on this life for. What is the purpose of our life? It's to see where we'll spend eternity. So really all this life is is about a test the way we live to see where we're going to go. Nothing more. So you start that premise and then you start educating your kids according to what are those factors that's going to help them spend eternity in heaven. What do you need to teach? How do you need to teach it? What do they need to learn? I'm perfectly content if my kids uh, are even poor. But they're holy. That's success. If If... If you just teach your children how to put a roof over their head, you know, what else do you need to know if they're living a peaceful, content life? So what they teach us, and we have to go to universities, and we have to do this, uh, you know, this is the world saying these things. Back up from there, go to prayer, and see what our lady teaches. You know, uh, Mariano went to uh, a university. Uh, she never used anything she... she uh, learn there. We have other visionaries that uh, were going to go to school, and none of that panned out. And so, you know, it's not that our lady is not anti-education. We're not anti-education. It's what are you allowing to educate you that you need to realize that you need to think and and you need to go toward the way of God and what is important in this life and where you're going to spend eternity and need to know those things that's going to help you to get there.
How does God deal with nations which have no spirit? One of the founding fathers of the United States, George Mason, said, As nations cannot be rewarded or punished in the next world, they must be in this. By an inevitable chain of causes and effects, Providence punishes national sins by national calamities. When we look at the events around us, are we perhaps blind to see what is so plainly before us? The continual stripping away of religious freedoms and the barrage of laws, regulations, and more laws, the oppressive structure to promote sin through new laws, and on and on. The scriptures so clearly show that when God's people turned away from Him, it resulted in the loss of freedom and liberty. For years, Our Lady from Medjugorje has told us, invited us, and encouraged us toward reconciling as a people, as well as individually, back to God. We need a mother for our nation. We need her to purify us. We need her to cure us. We need her to resurrect us. We need her to be amongst us. We, the people, need her. This July 1st through 5th, 2008, that mother will be with us. This July 4th will be special for our nation. Come to the field at Caritas, Alabama, July 1st through 5th, 2008, when Maria Lunetti, visionary from Medjugorje, will be with us for all five days. Join with thousands across the nation in praying for the resurrection and renewal of ourselves and our country. July 1st through 5th, 2008, a 4th of July in Alabama that will change your life and this nation. Go to medj.com for more details. Medj spelled M-E-J dot com. Or call Caritas at 205-672-2000-USA. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Just to, before we leave the subject about education and go through the rest of the messages, uh, or the message of yesterday, uh, you know, the the people pride themselves so much on about knowledge and about learning and and um, what what really good is that? You know, it makes about as much good as what the devil wanted Eve to learn about in Garden of Eden. Uh, to eat of the tree of knowledge. So knowledge in and of itself is no good, especially if it brings you away from God. And and it's, a, it's proven that, that that most people go to a lot of the universities end up losing a lot of the morality. Not only losing the morality, but they're scarred for the rest of their life. So we have to reevaluate that. There was actually two ways of... Uh, there's two ways of education. I think it was the Greek way of education and the Hebrew way. The Hebrew way was was left up to the parents. The Greek way is what we have now. We're operating underneath the Greek system of education. And through that Greek system, um, there was a lot of pride, even among Christians, that we'll start these great universities of Harvard and places like that, which are very Christian. 
uh, all, all the universities started off as Christian bases, and they, and they were they were that way for twenty years or so. But slowly they eroded. Why? Because it's the wrong system of education. Now a lot of people can't understand that; they have a difficult uh, ability to grasp that. But the more you pray, the more you'll see it. That Our Lady has for us what we need. I know uh, our children here are, are making real bow and arrows. And they're making this out of wood. They're cutting down the tree. They're drying it and doing everything with that. Uh, a bunch of kids came to my office a while back. And, and one of them had, actually my son, 12-year-olds at that time, uh, had just pointed the, the bow and arrow up in the sky and shot a, at a sparrow and, sh and shot it. <laughs> and they were all over thrilled about that. Of course, it was just something that just happened. I don't know. I think he had the skill for that. But the point is, this is life. This is a joy for the kids. People could say, oh, well, you killed a bird. But, you know, there, there, there's things more important in life than, than what the system out there is telling you. And if you see the joys we experience daily with our kids and the way we educate them, we, we, there's no superior way than that. And if you can teach them to love, if you can teach them how to get to heaven, then you're a success. You say, well, you know, they've got to get a job. They've got to do that. Well, our whole job system's messed up. You say, well... How can you change that? Well, we change that here. You say, well, that's Caritas. Well, I began to pray. I began to ask lady, Our Lady, how did she want me to form my life? And she did what she said in this message. She transformed. She says, little children, give time to God that he may transform you and fill you with his grace. And this place has been transformed in that way. And so it's really, if you want to know how to do that, you have to start giving time to God. And when you give time to God, you'll change. And you can change your world. Because what is your world? It's you, your family, that what surrounds you. Not Italy or Australia. It's your little community. It's not global, it's local. And we've spoken about that, that the globalists are trying to go local because they want to control your world. Because until they can control your local world, they can't do global. So the big plan is... As uh, Michael Shaw was speaking about on the special was that uh, globalization through localization. That across 3,000 counties of the United States, you'll find sustainable development. And by the way, we, we've got that five-part series we're working on to put out. It's called uh, Sustainable Development Revealed, the Antithesis of Our Lady's Messages. It is the religion, it is the God that Our Lady is confronting and that it is confronting Our Lady. Everything falls underneath this. So, and it's all a lot, again, to do with education. But before we run out of time tonight, we want to talk a little bit about what Our Lady said too about gift. And um, Our Lady is a gift. You know, I desire for Him to be the King of your lives only through giving. Little children, can you comprehend the gift of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for each of you? Little children, give time to God that he may transform you and fill you with this grace so that you may be the grace for others. For you, little children, I am a gift of grace and love which comes from God for this peaceless world. Thank God Our Lady has come. The philosophies and the, the way the system is is so ingrained. And unless she had come, we would never be able to escape it. 
both philosophically and turning that and transform that into a way of life. And so we need to realize that Our Lady wants to refer to us as little children. She wants to see us laughing again. She wants to see children happy again in the home environment where love dwells. You know, Our Lady says, I want you to be underneath my mantle. You know, she wants to hold us for eternity forever. You know, she's coming to save the world because it's being broken apart. She's saving our heart. And Our Lady has saved my heart. And she's come to save billions of hearts. So we need to realize that with this season we're in, with what Our Lady's saying, that she is the gift of grace and love. That she is, she is the gift. And so we need to be thankful, especially with Thanksgiving, for, for the gift and realize what a gift Our Lady is to us today. So let's contemplate her in these next moments. snow is falling down, children laughing all around, lights are turning on, like a fairy tale come true, sitting by the fire we made, you're the answer when I prayed, I would find someone, and baby I found you, and all I want is to All I need is you more every day You saved my heart from being broken apart You gave your love away And I'm thankful every day for the gift As you softly sleep What I'd give if I could keep Just this moment If only time stood still But the colors fade away And the years will make us gray But baby, in my eyes You'll still be beautiful All I want is to hold
I'm a gift of grace and love which comes from God for this peaceless world. A lady said peaceless world seven times in her messages in her time that she's been upon the earth. This makes the eighth time. On March 25, 1990, Our Lady said, Therefore, little children, understand also the greatness of the gift which God has given you through me, so that I may protect you with my mantle and lead you to the joy of life. Our Lady wants us to learn the fullness of life, the fullness of the joy of what she gives to us. And so when we contemplate who the I is, I am a gift. You know, the greatest creature in, that God has ever created, you know, the king of all created is Christ, her son. And yet the greatest of all creatures is the Holy Virgin Mary. And we have her. You know, and this is a gift that 2,000 years of history spanning everything of Christianity. Never in the history of the church have we had this. Never have we had daily apparitions. Never have we had, thirdly, never have we had Our Lady uh, giving messages uh, in a constant way like this. So this is unprecedented. And it's not going to last forever. But Our Lady tells us that she wants us to to listen to her now so we won't, be, we won't lament for our messages when she's gone. So what is her plan? Her plan is for the salvation of the world. How do we know that? Because she said that June 25th night, uh, this year. God desires the conversion of the entire world, so that has to be her desire. And that's why she's coming for that plan, as a gift. What will that bring to us? Joy. But that doesn't mean we can continue and just uh, do the addition of prayer, uh, go to daily mass, do the sacraments, do adoration. You know, there's got to be something with that. There's got to be substance to our prayer. The addition of prayer into your life with that change doesn't doesn't it isn't work. Won't work. Our Lady's plan is for you to change the direction of your life, and you can't change the direction of your life or your children if you're not really looking and observing what's going on in the world. You can't stick your head in the sand. You've got to really understand that she has come to teach us something. She's come to take us back to the godly way, to away from humanism, away from sociology, away from the social engineering, away from the social justice, so-called, to, to, to the equal justice. We're to treat everybody with justice. But we're not to adopt socialist ways, socialist philosophies. We're supposed to really grasp that if we pray, if we seek holiness, if we seek that in an honorable, righteous way, then this will be the healing of the world. And so it's just that simple. So this message is about giving. It's very strong about um, gift, giving, gift, and giving. And what does that mean? It means that if you give, you receive a gift. And of course, uh, the message can speak to you differently can, than it can speak to another individual tonight. But uh, certainly that Our Lady gives us November, on November 25th, preceding Christmas, is about what we do give at this time. And as we close down our show, we need to speak about uh, our work this year. In fact, today uh, we passed for the first time in one month over 1 million hits on meds.com. Um, we're up to probably 6 or 7 million hits, which which is a lot, but then it may not be a lot for some sites that's been on for years and years. But for a site that's just starting up, it's remarkable. 
you've done that. And we have people hitting from all over the world, repeatedly priests telling us in our mission house in Medjugorje that this is something they check out all the time. They're so grateful for it. But we ourselves uh, are supporting this with our labors and our efforts and, and uh, tirelessly working for this. But we need your support. And I, I feel at the same time our lady gives us message because she knows there needs to be an infusion of, of gifts to organizations such as Caritas. Uh, and we need you to think about that. We make a once-a-year plea for the community. The, compu- the community itself uh, earns us some keep. It's like St. Paul said. Even when we're amongst you, we, we work for our own food. We don't want to be a taxing burden to Caritas' mission. So we have an agreeing way of life. We support that. We make one play a year from our mail list and all the friends of Caritas. And we ask that you to consider a donation for Caritas in that way or the community of Caritas. We've got a lot of things we're going to launch uh, next year. We've got several things we want to expand on meds.com and, and go into a great deal more things than what we're able to offer now. And in fact, we're actually re-overhauling the whole site at this moment to make it a lot more user-friendly. But there's a lot of uh, work to get it to the point where we can release it to you. And so many things that can't be mentioned. It's just too much involved. But we need your support. Uh, we're a, a, a people-based supported uh, operation. Uh, we rank as a very, very uh, efficient organization. In fact, for the, what we produce for the dollar, you can see our booklets and some of the things we produce and volume uh, distribution is, is almost nothing. But without your support, without you financially, especially in this time of giving this season, we ask that you please remember us and, and uh, what we're doing, especially with Maria coming back here next July. A lot of preparation for that. A lot of things we'll be doing for that. And just one announcement is that, or actually two announcements, is the the next show is going to be on Monday, December 3rd. That broadcast will correspond to the message given to Mariana on the 2nd of December from Our Lady, and that show will be on a Monday, as the 2nd is on a Sunday. So, And again, as a friend of Medjugorje mentioned earlier, the five-part series on Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping, titled Sustainable Development Revealed, the antithesis of Our Lady's messages that is available on medj.com to be ordered, and it's also available from Caritas at 205-672-2000 USA. And that five-part series was a very powerful series that we had that spanned over five days. And I think for anyone listening tonight who would think that the world is not as bad as as it may be portrayed, the message from a friend of Medjugorje talking about Our Lady's message, uh, calling it a peaceless world, I think contradicts your way of thinking. So again, that can be ordered on medj.com, on the Medjmart, click on Medjmart, and it would make an incredible Christmas gift. There's a lot of people who spend a lot of time in cars, a lot of time in traffic jams, and this, uh, this five-part series, which is actually a total of 10 CDs, is available in the Medjmart on medj.com uh, for 1995 and it's actually a $50 value that we've discounted down to 1995 just to get it into people's hands. And uh, as we close tonight we would like to really ask that you be thoughtful. Um, get rid of everything that distracts you. You know, I, I said find a moment of the day where you can have an encounter with God. If you don't do that, if you if like this message, if you don't give time to God, that's our words. You know, you can't be transformed. You know, you're transformed by society. You're going to be transformed by something. Uh, the children 
will be transformed. If you think you can rely on something external outside the family unit to educate your children, uh, they're going to be given a philosophy that will totally contradict you, uh, that will make you, when you're of age of uselessness, that they'll be adopting euthanasia because that's the greater good of society. We're rapidly headed toward that, and we've got to reverse that and start taking charge of how our kids, or rather what our kids are being educated. And that can only come in a Hebrew way. Check those things out. We just touched on a few few topics because we had a short hour tonight. But just start looking into it. Do your research and you'll find that uh, we are on the wrong path. We've got to change our direction. So we close out tonight with the joy of coming into the Christmas season. We hope to see some of you here for December 8th to the 12th. We ask that you, again, support this broadcast in this mesh.com and caritas itself in the community and we wish you our lady tonight good night <laughs>